Buenas and half a day to our listeners on Guam and in the CNMI. It's now time for Total Health right here on Joy FM Radio, where your questions get answered by health professionals. If you have any health-related questions, we would love to hear from you. Call your questions and comments in at 472-1111 or text or WhatsApp 686-9999. If you're in the CNMI, please call 323-1113. Welcome everybody to Total Health. Hi, and welcome to Total Health Live. My name is Rose Trina Aladak, and in the studio today, we have Shion Shironishi, psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner. And I say that so carefully because he's been here before, and I keep butchering the title. So I'm really glad I got it today. You got it. (laughs) It's a new year. (laughs) And so, you know, along that vein, today's... um, show is about New Year's resolutions. And so I was wondering, you know, there are a lot of videos and memes that come up January 1st. You see like the gym is full yeah. and then by the middle of the week, <laughs> like nobody's there. Yeah. Um, I was wondering if you had any tips or uh, any advice for people in maybe how to set a resolution and then how to keep it throughout the year. Sure. Yeah. So it's a, it's a big topic. We could go from different angles. But, you know, so many people make New Year's resolution. I mean, I've done it before, too. I'm sure maybe you've done Mm -hmm. it, too. And one of the difficult thing, I think, is uh, I think we just go straight into it. The reasons why you do it is probably one of the key points to understand why you have goals, why you want to do certain things. So, for example, probably the most popular New Year's resolution is I'm going to get fit this year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eat healthier this year. And you got to ask yourself the reason why. You know, why do I want to get fit? Why do you want to eat healthier? And so um, that's kind of a good place to start. Um, and so, what I mean, I don't know if maybe you, th- you thought of this before, like, why do you think most people want to get healthy or to be fit? I think it's just easier to do things when you're healthier. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're more, um, you have more strength, or you have more energy, or mm-hmm. yeah? yeah, both. That's true. So you have a pretty good reason then. Yeah, that's a good. You know, so a lot of times, maybe most people, I feel like I've heard, and I've done this before too, is I want to get fit or healthy because I want to look good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a lot of young people probably struggle with this. Um, not even just young people, the older folks too. You look at photos on social media, you see people at the beach, or I don't know, you compare yourself with other people and you're like, I want to look like her, I want to look like him. And so that's the reason why you're like, I'm going to be fit this year kind of thing. But you're setting yourself for a failure if that is actually your reason, because truly your reason is based on other people. You're based on, you're wanting something that someone else has Mm -hmm. that means you're truly not happy with who you are and what you have and if you're starting from that point of not happy with who you are and all these things then you don't really have that spirit of I could actually do this kind of thing Mm -hmm. and you're just basing your strength and everything on I just want to look like that that's going to get me through I'm going to look like that one day and everything's going to be fine Um, but this kind of goes back to the topic that I me and Elena did uh, a couple weeks ago about gratitude and how being thankful with who you are, what you have, 
if you don't start from that, from that true happiness of who you are, and you just want to be someone else or want to have some uh, something that someone else has, mm-hmm. then even if you get that one day, you're not going to be happy because you're not truly happy with who you are. And so, I don't know if that makes sense. It yeah. makes sense to me. It's like you're chasing something. You want to be happy. You think that'll make you happier. And then say you actually achieve it. Like, what then? Are you happy or not? Right. So I think that you're basing your happiness on other people, right? Mm-hmm. And so because the reason why you're wanting to look good like the other people, maybe you see that they get more attention. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're getting more attention. If they're a girl, they're getting more attention from guys. If they're a guy, they're getting more attention from girls. So you're basing your happiness on what you can receive from others. And by looking a certain way, I'm going to get that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But... Yeah, your happiness is based on others. And so that's why it's hard to keep continuing something when you're not really happy um, with your life. And you, you can't really stri- thrive in life if you're just not, not happy with who you are. Yeah. Man, that's kind of sad. But I guess that, that gives us room to segue into our next question. Um, are New Year's resolutions good for your mental health? Yeah, so that's a... That's that's a very good question. I, I I do find that a lot of people ask that question to me, and um, I I go both ways. I feel like New Year's resolution is good to realize something that maybe needs to be changed, and might be a good kickstart to having a yeah like a healthier life. But at the same time, New Year's resolution I feel like creates stress. It's mm-hmm. like a culture now where like all right it's the beginning of the year we better make resolution new year's resolution and then let's say like i gotta eat healthier i gotta do this and that and you know you're just stressing every day gotta go to the gym gotta eat healthy and all these things and when you fail you're like ah, oh, i failed again this year and so it does create some sort of um pressure mm-hmm. that i don't know if it's healthy for everybody and some people could probably handle it and some people probably can't um and that's just kind of knowing who you are and so but i don't want to say it's totally wrong Mm -hmm. um but i also don't want to say it's always for everybody yeah yeah along that vein for people who fail would you because it may not necessarily be healthy for everybody would you say take it case by case or would you say if you fail it's okay just go ahead and try again um, if you fail, sometimes I feel like you need to ask yourself the question, why am I failing? Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's because you're putting too much stress on yourself, yeah. then you have to actually step back and say, no, this is not what this is about. You know, New Year's resolution or any kind of goal you make, it should be exciting. It should be something that you're happy and joyful, not something that you're dreadful and you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, I have to keep that resolution, you know? But it should be something that makes you happy. And if it's not, then I think you have to step back and say, okay, like, why am I doing this? Is it for a good reason or not? Is it to make someone else happy? And I'm just living my life trying to make other people happy. Um, and so that's the, the sort of question that you might want to ask yourself if you fail. Um, you know, why am I failing? You know, am I doing it for the right reasons? Yeah. Okay. So, and I think that when um, you're able to find that reason why, so... Like for health-wise, 
I think some of the good reasons are like I want to be healthy for my family,、mm-hmm. you know,、uh, so I could be there for them, to be strong for them, and to have a you know clear mind to be able to help my kids if they're in need help with schoolwork or anything like that. You know, I don't know.、Yeah. Those are based on love. Those are based on you know you want to give to others in、mm-hmm. a good way, and I think. When you have those, it's really hard to fail. I think, yeah, you know. I mean, I'm sure、so、you. So when,、mm-hmm. oh, sorry.、Um, I was just gonna say. So when the reason is based on something positive, then the resolution is a little easier to keep. I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. I think you have a good positive reason to do it. Then I think it, you should be able to get through with it and keep it. Yeah. Because if let's say going back to that reason for your kids, for your family,、mm-hmm. then isn't it wonderful?、Um, it's just a really powerful reason to go and to to、um, to keep it and to be like I'm doing this for my family rather than it's like I'm doing it for myself or I'm doing it for you know to make other people happy you know kind of thing. But it's your family, and I think that will keep you strong with your resolutions. Yeah. That's really good to hear. I'm glad,、um, you know. I'm glad to hear that there's a mentality behind the New Year's resolution、mm-hmm. because, you know, like I said, there are those memes where people, you know, they joke about it.、Yeah. But then, like actually being able to achieve a resolution and to stick with something throughout the year, I think, is pretty good for somebody if they're able to do it. Yep. Yeah.、Sure. I hear the music. It's 5:15, so it's time for our first break. Um, don't go anywhere. If you're new here, this is Total Health Live, where we come on once a week and we talk about health-related topics. And today just so happens to be New Year's resolution because of the time of year.、Uh, don't go anywhere. Total Health Live. We'll be right back after this break. Is meant to be lived, not simply endured. Love is meant to be shared, not abused. Learning is meant to enhance our days, not confuse our minds. Loads are meant to be shared, not shouldered alone. We share life, love, and learning. We want you to gain access to God's wisdom on sharing burdens. We lean on the life, love, and learning found in God, the One who offers to take our load. When we all share in life and love, we learn to share the load. Thanks for supporting Joy FM, family-friendly radio. Hey, Joe, it's Mossy, and thanks for listening to Total Health on Joy FM. We want to hear from you. Call in with your health-related questions at 472-1111 in Guam or in the CNMI. The number to call is 323-1113. Text or WhatsApp us at 686-9999. And now, back to the show. Hi, and welcome back to Total Health Live. My name is Rose Trina, and in the studio today, if you're just tuning in. In the studio today, we have Shion Shironishi, psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner.、Uh, today, we're talking about New Year's resolutions. If you missed the first,、um, I guess the first quarter, the first fifteen minutes of today's show, we are on Facebook, so you can go ahead and、uh, visit our page, facebook.com/joyfmradio, and look for this video, and you can play it back. Uh, before we went to the break, we were actually talking about. New Year's resolutions, and we were talking about、um, sometimes the difficulties that come with keeping them, 
and uh, also the fact that some people may have an easier time and sometimes the reason it's because the reason behind it is mm. positive yeah. uh, but for those who have a difficult time keeping New Year's resolutions what other tips or advice do you have yeah so uh, this is pretty it's gonna go a little bit deep mm-hmm. um, but obviously I'm a mental health provider so yeah. I like to go deep into our minds and our emotions um, so there's moments I believe that it's hard to keep New Year's resolution because sometimes there's a inner emotional pain mm-hmm. or you know emotional problem that you don't know that exists and it's actually keeping you to achieve your goals and so i could give one example um there was a woman that came and wanted to get fit and mm-hmm. wanted to lose weight and so there's a concept in psychology, it's the why concept. So you want to keep asking a why question to actually get to some, some root problem that maybe they're having. And so the question, you know, that was asked was, why do you want to get fit? You know, why do you want to look good? You know, and the lady said, well, summer's around the corner and I want to lose weight and look good in my bikini and... And then the, you know, um, the person would ask, well, why do you want to look good in the bikini? You know, and she would say, well, you know, I mean, everyone looks, all the ladies look good. And I just want to, you know, be able to look good as them and maybe um, just be noticed by others. And so, you know, you keep asking the question. The next question was like, why do you want to look good like the other ladies? And, you know, so on. And this why question kept going and going. And the Finally, the lady got to a point where she's like, well, man, I'm just kind of tired of this why question. But, you know, to be honest with you, I just want to look good so my husband can look at me and think I'm beautiful and tell me that he loves me. And so that was a aha moment for that woman where her reason of her wanting to get fit wasn't just to look good for the summer wasn't just to look good for the beach um, to look good like the other ladies the main thing was that she felt like she wasn't loved by her husband and so she wanted to look good thinking that her husband will notice her and that she will feel more loved by him if maybe she looked good and so that's very emotionally painful you know thing that she's going through that she feels not loved and that's truly one of her root problems um and when she discovered that that was the issue, it wasn't the issue of, you know, she mentioned, you know, when, he first, first, when she first came, she mentioned it's been hard to get fit. Mm-hmm. She tried so many things, and it was just hard to get fit, and um, nothing was working. But when she realized this whole thing, um, her whole stress about being fit was her husband not loving her the way she felt like she wanted him to love him, uh, love her. Uh, she changed, you know. She mm-hmm. realized that that she shouldn't focus on the fitness, but she needs to focus on the relationship and mm-hmm. to communicate that to her husband. Tell her husband that sometimes I'm just lately I'm not just feeling loved right now. And when that relationship was restored, and the husband and her were able to work it out. Then she actually felt the energy and to that, that excitement to get fit. And she was actually able to get fit. She was able to, you know, go to the gym, um, able to keep her routines going and, you know, 
healthy mm-hmm. and all. And so, yeah, so that's one thing that I think we need to actually ask yourself is, are there some root emotional pain that's causing us to not make it our goal? And yeah. maybe we're focusing on wrong thing, if that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Um, you know, with the story you just told us, a lot of us, we just, I think a lot of people, when they fail their New Year's resolutions, they tend to spiral. Mm. And so that's like, that makes sense that it's it's in the mind, really. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so even with, like, with the case study that you just talked about with the lady that came in, her problem wasn't keeping her New Year's resolution. Her mm-hmm. problem was just not feeling loved in her relationship. Yeah. yeah and so it's when she was able to get that out of the way, she was able to focus on some other things like keeping her New Year's resolution and getting fit. Yep. Yeah. And this is where the whole happiness comes from, who you are. Mm-hmm. It, it really, if you do have that and you're doing it for that reason, from standing from happiness mm-hmm. of who you are, where you are in life and everything, it's so much easier to keep the news resolution. And speaking from Christian perspective, when we know that we are loved by God, we're accepted by God, God created us beautifully and wonderfully, then that's where our strength and our encouragement comes from. And so, again, it's not going back to, I know earlier we're talking about how looking at social media and being like a little bit envious and like, oh, you know, this girl, all the guys checks her out and I want to be like that or, you know, all these things, wishing like, if I had that, I will be loved more. And I mean, it's just that kind of goal, it doesn't help at all. And you're just striving to fight for your worth when you already have a worth in God, you know, you already have a value in God. Even if you're not fit, if you're not, you know, let's say if you're not healthy, it's, it's not, that's not what God bases on. God loves us no matter what. And so when know, knowing that, I think that gives us strength to be like, you know what, God believes in me. And mm-hmm. I know I could get fit because God believes in me. He gives me the strength and he gives, he gives me the hope. So, yeah. Amen. Yeah, I found that, I guess, since, uh, you know, since we're talking about this, I found that with God's love, sometimes if you if you continue to look at yourself and you look at who you are as you are, then, you know, I don't know anybody that's going to be satisfied with, you know, looking at themselves. But then when they look at themselves through God's lens and through God's love, it's like, yeah, God sees me like this. And I know that with God's power, I'm going to be able to achieve mm-hmm. whatever it is I'm trying to get to. Yeah. You know, and I really, I appreciate that. Yeah. I have an appreciation for that kind of mentality. Yeah. yeah. And even like people may say after this, you know, me saying this, they will say, well, I mean, there are people out there that probably don't recognize those problems, mm-hmm. but they still get fit. They still get healthy. Yeah, there's that. There's those people too. The thing is, though, it, again, if it's not from a standpoint of knowing your worth, knowing your value, being happy with who you are, the way God created you to be, and all these things, and above all things, starting from God's love, you still feel empty when you get those things. You might reach your goal. You might get those news resolution going. You might, maybe your goal was to become a celebrity or something, have everything, you know, mansions and all these clothes or all these jewelries or whatever. But we all know even, you know, many famous people have said, only if you can understand my life, that my life is miserable. I have all these things. I've made it successful, but I still feel empty inside. And that's because their standpoint is their their starting point was it from the love of God and the worth that 
God has set on them and the value. They try to find that by reaching those goals. They try. They said, if I can make it here, have all these things, I'll be happy. And so, yeah. So for those people that you could say, oh yeah, I mean, I I made it through. I kept it. Um, you could still be struggling with maybe emptiness. And I find that. And, you know, people may say, you know, no, that's not true still, but I'm just speaking from experience, you know, mm-hmm. and through my patients and everyone that have mentioned that, that, yeah, they, they agree with me saying that it's just, I still feel empty and it's because they're still fighting for their worth and their happiness. Yeah. I feel like that's a starting point though. That's, it's, you know, it's unfortunate that there is that emptiness, um, but would you would you ever say that maybe that's a starting point to look for something that's beyond themselves mm-hmm. and beyond their own goals? Yeah, starting point of realizing all these things like worth and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely is a starting point. Um, out of all the people, even I've, you know, worked with people that are athletes mm-hmm. and they change drastically. They're already a great athlete. Um, they're doing well with whatever sports or whatever things that they're doing, you know, rather that's surfing or, you know. But there's a huge difference um, after they've noticed even more of their worth and their value, and especially through God. They perform, you know, way better than they did before. And it's because I do, be, I do believe because there's not much of that stress. And, you know, I think there's a stress with news resolution or any kind of goal we set because it, it's kind of like telling us we need to be perfect. Mm-hmm. We're aiming to be perfect. We're aiming to uh, be this person that just everyone could just be like, wow, you know, it's a great person and all. But when it, I do feel like when it's based on God's love, it's not really based on that, you know? It's like I'm happy with who I am, you know? Yeah, I'm, I want to do my best. Yeah, I want to keep this news resolution or, you know, keep my routine or goals. But I'm just happy, you know? And there's no anxiety behind it. No that anxiety it, behind yeah. it. And that's when. It's it's so funny because it's probably a little bit the opposite, a little bit effect, but like that actually helps to let them perform better. So um, I think that you know this is one of the key points to understanding your worth and your value. Yeah, and that's often what I teach my patients um, with my therapy. Uh, yeah, with all my patients I see, I teach them about knowing your worth and your value through God. Yeah. You know, we've only got about like two minutes left. Um, in those two minutes, would you like to segue into, okay, so now you've been talking with your patients. Your patients have come to understand that they have a worth that's outside of anything that they can achieve, mm-hmm. you know, because they are worth something. Mm-hmm. They're born with value. Mm-hmm. And so now you've gotten there with your patients. What's the next step as far as maybe setting a resolution or a goal? Sure. Um Probably we could take this in various different ways. Mm-hmm. One of the simple one is to have very uh, realistic goals. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, I yeah. think that's a yeah, that's a huge thing. Um, an example will be, and I did this for myself. It wasn't for New Year's resolution, but I had a goal to become vegan, mm-hmm. and I was eating everything, you know, all the meat you could think of, you know, and I I, I enjoyed eating meat and. 
you know, dairy products and everything like that. But I, I heard about the benefits of plant-based diet and I said, you know, even as a mental health provider, I teach plant-based diet because there's so many benefits for your body and for your brain. But back then, yeah, I heard about it and I was like, I got to give it a try. And I had this goal. I was like, I'm just going to take away everything. I'm just going to, you know, take away all the meat, all the dairy, throw away anything that's in my fridge and just go for it. It's like a cold turkey kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a biggest mistake. <laughs> it, it was really hard. And I kept going back to eating meat and all these things. And so what I realized was I had to take slow steps, you know, easy steps. So um, one of the key points is to have a realistic goal, you know, so take it step by step. So have a realistic goal. Um, That's the music, so we're going to go ahead and go to break. Uh, If you're just tuning in, we're about halfway through Total Health Live. We're talking about New Year's resolutions today. Uh, Don't go anywhere. We still have another 30 minutes in the studio today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. When it comes to investments, you want something that has a great return, right? You check the markets. You view history. You seek satisfaction in determining whether you can and should invest. At Joy FM, we share information that can change hearts, lives, and families. We have a history of outreach right here. And we believe your help provides an investment in the eternity of listeners who can invest right now. Help others. Yourself. Us. From Joy FM. Family Friendly Radio. Have you ever wondered why God's wisdom about money always included giving? Abram was the first to intentionally set aside a portion of his wealth for God. When the Israelites marched in the wilderness, they brought items of gold to Moses. In the New Testament, we're told that God loves those who give cheerfully. We're told that giving is an act of worship to the God who gives life and the ability to work. Giving is what God does, and it's what He asks from each of us. This station exists because we made the decision to give. As we give, God takes care of us by bringing others who also chose to give, cheerfully, graciously, generously. If everything we have is His, then sharing with those who serve Him may be exactly how He intended to provide for our needs. We are grateful to Him. We are grateful to you. Joy FM, family-friendly radio. JoyFMRadio.net Welcome back. You're listening to Total Health on Joy FM. Call in with your health-related questions to 472-1111 in Guam. If you live in the CNMI, we want to hear from you too. Call 323-1113 or text or WhatsApp us at 686-9999. And now, here's more Total Health. Hi, and welcome back to Total Health. Uh, Here are those numbers again, just in case you missed it. If you're in Guam and you're calling from Guam, call us at 671-472-1111. That's 671-472-1111. On Guam, in the CNMI, Saipan, Tinian, or Rhoda, call us at 670-323-1113. That's 670-323-1113. You can also send us a message via text, via WhatsApp, or via signal at 671-686-9999. That's 671-686-9999. It's free from the CNMI. We're also streaming to Facebook. Um, so if you're on Facebook, uh, we're at facebook.com slash joyfmradio. 
You can go there, you can leave a question in the comment section below this video, or you can send it to us on Messenger. Um, and now segueing into the station, into the talk show today. Today we're talking about New Year's resolutions and we're about halfway through. Right before we went to break, uh, we actually started talking about what happens when you start setting your New Year's resolutions or how to, I guess, how to achieve them. Mm. And the first one I remember you saying was set realistic goals. Mm. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, going back to that, I think just, yeah, having a realistic goal. You know, for example, even like, I'm going to be a runner. Maybe that's your New Year's resolution. Don't run a marathon like the next month because what's going to happen is you're going to get discouraged. You know, mm -hmm. maybe you might make it. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Maybe some people that works. But in my personal experience of knowing people ha that have done that, it was a very discouragement for them, uh, discouraging moment for them. And they didn't want to run again. And so those things might stop you from keeping your New Year's resolution. So just have realistic goals. So going back to that running example, maybe you want to do 5K next month. Maybe you want to do half marathon like four months from now from that or from that 5K and then marathon one day, you know, maybe a year later. You know, it's a, I mean, marathon's hard to run. I mean, I, I even struggle with it and I love fitness and I love running and marathon, I, I have to train for it, you know, mm -hmm. so that's one step for sure realistic goal yeah and the other one is for sure would be having an aim a certain aim um, being specific with your goal too mm -hmm. so sometimes being too broad might not help you with news resolution uh, so going back to let's say um, fitness goals since that's like the most popular news resolution you might say, yeah, I want to get fit. But what does that mean? You want to mm -hmm. get fit. I mean, do you want to look fit? Do you want to be able to do some kind of, you know, like pull up or something? Maybe you want to do 10 pull-ups by end of the year. I don't know. You got to ask yourself, what is fit for me? You know, yeah. you can't just say, I want to be fit this year. Um, are you going to do CrossFit? Are you going to just go to the gym? Are you going to just, are you going to go swimming? You know so you want to be specific, have an aim, you know, have a goal in mind too. Don't just say, I'm going to get fit. Okay, fit for what? It will help you. So, okay, like let's say about the running again. If Let's say if you're saying, I'm going to get fit, maybe your goal could be by end of 2023, I'm going to run a marathon. Mm -hmm. And so that's, you have a goal in mind. When you have that angle, you want to reach that goal. And so, but if you don't have anything, no aim, then you're just gonna be in the limbo, you know? And you're like, what am I doing this for? <laughs> and so that's a practical, some um, ways to try to keep your needs resolutions, having aim, let it be realistic, yep. And, you know, give it a good time frame too. Uh, maybe each, uh, each um, what do you wanna call it? Like each section of the year, you wanna say, this is what I'm gonna do by March. Mm -hmm. By May, I'm gonna do this. By July, I'm going to do this. And that each section goals might help too, to slowly, okay, I reached this. Now I'm going to reach my next one. Now I'm going to reach one. And that keeps you very excited and motivated too. So yeah. so breaking down the big goal into small achievable yeah. ones throughout the year. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. Those are definitely practical ways. 
you know, you could look up the uh, the the smart criteria, right? That's mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm basing it on. That's usually what they teach you in school too. I think most of you guys probably learned that in school, but smart criteria is definitely the best way to reach a news resolution. It's basically what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think I was reading. What was I reading? I was reading a book on mental health, and I think that's where I found it. And I looked okay. it up just now. And SMART is an acronym, right? Stands for specific, measurable, yep. achievable, yep. relevant, and time-bound. Yeah. Yeah. I like the measurable one, too. You know, you want to be able to, you know, running is a good um, example again. Uh you want to say by, you know, you have these time frames, right? So by March, I'm going to run four miles. And you could time yourself uh, that four miles by that March. Now you could tell yourself, if you don't want to run no more than four miles, then try to say, well, in June, so let's say that four mile took you, let's say, 30, or maybe it took you an hour, okay? Mm-hmm. So now you could say by June, I want to run four miles in you know, 45 minutes or something. Yeah, just cut it back. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then so kind of have that measurable, you know, you're able to measure it. You know, you get a watch or you ask a, you know, a friend, brother, sister, someone to time you or whatever, you know, and just see how you could, how you're improving in your run. So, yeah. That's good. That's really good. So we were talking about keeping it realistic and then being specific and measurable. So what... What else would you say? Um, definitely, I would also talk about priority. Yeah. Mm. So many times I hear this from people not being able to keep New Year's resolution is they say, I don't have time. <laughs> that's a huge thing. I do not have time. And so that's something that for sure is something that um, most people complain about, you know, but that's when actually the word comes up called prior- priority, prioritizing. And what I have often, my, yeah, I, again, I let my patients do this too, is that I often ask them to list some of the main things that you do throughout the week. Um, and obviously, it's already given. The big portion of it is probably going to be work, mm-hmm. right, or study. So that's yeah. fine. That's understandable. But let's say outside of work, what do you spend most of your time doing? So, you know, I did this actually recently with someone, and that person said, I do try to exercise, but I only do maybe 30 minutes twice a week. So that's a whole Mm -hmm. hour. And then the next one the person said was, I watch anywhere from five hours to 10 hours. Actually, no, he, no, no, the person said 10 to 15 hours a week of social media. Okay, I mm. thought you were going to say a day, but a week. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that, yeah, so in one week, um, watching 10 to 15 hours of social media, movies, TV, whatever, but he's only spending an hour of working out. Mm-hmm. And then the other other things are just, you know, eating or hanging out with friends and things like that. But the main point I wanted to make with that person was, so whatever priori- whatever most hours you're spending on certain things, that is your priority. That's what is important in your life at, that, at this moment. So that made that person realize, wow, I'm cherishing social media. 
you know, so mm-hmm. much. I mean, spending 10, 15 hours a week, you know, maybe it's not much for some people. Maybe like, oh, that's not much. I do more. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> then, um, but still, 10, 15 hours is quite a bit. When, if you cut down on that, because do you really need it? No, you don't need social media. But do we need to be fit? Yeah, it's for your health. It's for your future. So, you know, we want to prioritize our health. We want to prioritize fitness. So that person realized, I really need to cut down my social media. And then that's when um, that person realized, I do have time. I do have time to keep my news resolution. I have time to um, keep my fitness routine. Yeah. What would you say for people who maybe don't have, maybe they have time, but they don't have, um, like, say, transportation or okay. they're not able to leave the house? Uh, but this is speaking of the fitness, huh? Yeah, um, just yeah, the fitness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New Year's resolution, there's, as, uh, you know, there's more examples than fitness or health, but it, it's like the easiest thing. And it's total health, right? So <laughs> it's probably the best thing to talk about. But, yeah, fit, if you can't get to the gym, you can't get to places, I mean, there's out, always outside, you know, right outside your door. There's, you know, road or dirt, whatever, wherever you live, you could go for a run. You know, you could go f- out in your backyard or whatever, if you have one and do YouTube video and watch um, hit training. And they always have hit training for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, one hour. You don't, And there's one that says no equipment needed if you don't have any equipment, you know. So there's definitely a lot of many, many options you could do. Yeah. And you, everyone, you know, you guys live in Guam. <laughs> it's a beautiful place. Let's go to the ocean too, you know, if you can. If you live near ocean, if you could uh, to the be- uh, near the beach, you could walk down to the beach and exercise there too. So, but um, yeah, that's some that's easy way to deal with that if you don't have transportation. Yeah, the nice thing about living on an island is no matter the weather, it's kind of it's just kind of nice here. Yeah. 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 And I would say the other, um, with what along with what you were saying too, is um, people want to go to the gym because you know they say I need weights, I mm-hmm. need the treadmill, I need. You don't need it. You, you really don't. You, I think that's where you really really need to rethink. What do you need to reach your goals? You really, if it is to be fit, you don't need treadmill you don't need weights to be fit i mean body weight training push-ups pull-ups is quite enough to do strength training i know people that don't weight train at all they do a lot of body weight training and they're one of the strongest people i know so you know it's oh they're doing calisthenics yeah that's it Mm -hmm. yeah doing calisthenics and they're they're still strong and you know they're powerful you know and i think that you know you underestimate what you could do without equipment yeah Thank you. Um, you know, I think, what was I trying to say? With fitness, I think fitness for a lot of us is something that we think about, but then setting it as a priority is something that we don't really, like, mm-hmm. it's it's not intuitive. Yeah. Because what's more intuitive is, oh, I don't have time. Yeah. Because we don't actually sit down and map out our time like yeah. you did with your patients. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then the fact that you're saying you don't have time means you're not trying. Mm. It, 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 you're actually trying to escape something that you feel like, ah, I just don't want to, d- you don't want to do it. So if you're actually telling yourself, I don't have time, you're actually 
making not making the effort so that's kind of the question you have to ask yourself do i need to make more effort do i need to figure this out yeah so don't stop there saying i don't have time let's try to figure out yeah and that's the music so we're gonna go ahead and cut to our last break of the day um we did get a call earlier uh oh looks like we got more than one call so we're gonna go to break and then when we come back we'll go ahead and address your questions if you have a question and you'd like to call it in in the last 15 minutes of today's show and you're on guam call us at 671-472-1111 that's 671-472-1111 in the cnmi in saipan tinian or rota call us at 670-323-1113 that's 670-323-1113 you can send us a message via text, via WhatsApp, or via signal at 671-686-9999. That's 671-686-9999. It's free from the CNMI. Don't go anywhere. Total Health Live. We'll be right back after this break. When it's morning, wake up. Then make a choice. You can decide to see the worst in everything you encounter and then follow that up with a potent blend of anxiety, pessimism, and criticism. Sounds delightful, doesn't it? On the other hand, you could also wake up and make a different choice. You could decide to worship and add rejoicing and praise. This blend is infused with a pleasing aroma of faith, optimism, and encouragement. But hey, the choice is yours. The biggest downside will be that if you decide to see the worst in things, it welcomes others to see a darker and more forbidding place. The upside to worship is knowing that the God you worship is in control. It rejoices in the things you actively seek out that prove God is at work and is optimistic in the praise that thanks God for the incredible things he's done, is doing, and will do. So when you open your eyes from a state of sleep, take the time to make the choice that has the best chance of altering your day. Joy FM. Her alarm goes off and she's listening here. She listens to the words we say, the programs we play, the hope she expects. Our part is to be there for her, for you, for your family. Today, someone will unpack the lyrics of a song or really hear the words of a program, and God will use those words to point them in a new direction. We walk through these doors to serve. We're flawed human beings rejoicing in the God who uses broken vessels. He is constantly repairing us and asking us to share His message of rescue and restoration to you. We're grateful that you have found a home here. We enjoy your company, appreciate your prayers, and are proud you call us family. Your financial gifts expose broken people to the God who rescues. You help us point the way. From Joy FM, family-friendly radio. JoyFMRadio.net and we're back with more Total Health. Give us a call with your medical questions. The number to call in Guam is 472-1111. If you're in the scene of mind, the number to call is 323-1113. Or you can text or WhatsApp us at 686-9999. Now back to the program. Hi and welcome back to Total Health Live. Uh, we only have about 12 minutes left. Yeah, just a little over 10 minutes left of today's show. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into the questions. Uh, thank you to our listeners for calling it in and for asking us these questions. We're going to go ahead and answer them now. Uh, the first one that we got, 
A caller is saying, I suffer with anxiety and ADHD. Saying, I will try to change for the new year and actually doing it do not collide well. Just thinking about trying to improve seems to pressure me, and when I do fail, I feel worse than if I didn't try to change at all. So what are some tips to help with this? Yeah, that's a, that's a very um, yeah common question that I get asked for sure, being a mental health provider and with anxiety. It, it's definitely hard when you do feel like you're pressured to change and it when you feel that pressure the anxiety rises and you know all these thoughts starts to form and and then that's when you either can't keep the news resolution or you're just stressing to keep it stressing to keep it so the best thing you could do and I hope this is a good answer is first of all um, I, I feel like as a professional I have to say get professional help you know, see a psychiatrist or a psychologist or a therapist, counselor, who can really help you and talk you through this because it is a process. But one of the things I do help with a lot of my anxiety patients and even with the ADHD patients is to help discover some of the cognitive distortions that's going on in their mind. And if, you know, you've never heard of cognitive distortion, it's basically negative talks that's going on in your mind. One example will be something called fortune telling. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're telling yourself, oh, I'm going to fail, you know, with this news resolution, so why bother kind of thing. Or the other one is mind reading, you know, you're thinking of what someone's looking at you, some, you know, probably, uh, someone's looking at weird, and you're like, oh, that person thinks my shirt is, you know, ugly or something, when that person's probably not thinking about you at all, right? So somebody's cognitive assertion is going through in our mind, and we really need to figure that out what it is um, and sometimes it's like overgeneralizations. Uh, the other ones are like personalization um, the other one uh, I can all think of them all thinking. or nothing thinking mm -hmm. yep uh, for sure all or nothing is I'm always or mm -hmm. never you know you could say I'm always gonna fail I'm never gonna make it you know mm -hmm. that's all or no nothing thinking and so when you think when you find out what cognitive distortion you have it always stems from something it always stems from maybe your childhood, maybe some way that your parents, the way they brought you up, or maybe a trauma that happened in the past. And so if you're struggling with these negative talks and this pressure you're feeling and anxiety, it's best to try to figure out what is that cognitive distortion you have and then to resolve it, yeah. And a lot of times, you know, you could do it individually, but depending on how strong your anxiety is, you really need professional help. So my recommendation is definitely to go see a counselor to kind of figure that out, yeah. Thank you. Um, so we do have some other questions. Thank you to our listener as well. We really hope that this helps you uh, this year, not just with your New Year's resolutions, but also with whatever it is that you need to I guess whatever it is that you feel like you need to achieve, mm. right? Yep. Okay. Uh, our next listener says, what about quitting a habit? Okay. Quitting a habit. That's uh, a really hard one, huh? <laughs> we all have habits and, you know, it's always, it gets formed since some of them are since uh, um, as a child, right? Mm -hmm. We form habits and it keeps going to adulthood. Uh, one of the things also... Um, it kind of goes with the first question, but um, you have to also think like, what are the thoughts that come with that habit or the emotion 
that mm-hmm. comes with the habit. Um, sometimes you might be having that habit uh, for a certain reason. For example, um, I shake my leg, and that's a habit. It is a habit, and I shake. I just find myself, you know, sometimes I'm just shaking my leg, but. I need to ask myself, why am I shaking my leg? What are thoughts I'm having? What are my emotions? And it's usually moments where I'm anxious or I'm stressed about something. And so when you think about that, you could try to focus so much to stop shaking, stop shaking, stop shaking, stop that habit kind of thing. But that's not actually the root problem, right? The, the, th- the problem is that you're stressed mm-hmm. and you're anxious about something. So for me, I have to really try to take care of my stress, take care of my anxiety. So maybe I'll do like deep breathing. Maybe I'm about to go up on a stage and do a presentation. Maybe I could do a little prayer, ask God to be with me as I speak. And some of those things help me to, you know, relax. And then I, I realize I stop my shaking, you know. So it depends on what kind of habit you have. And it might be a different method to figure out your thoughts and your emotion. But uh, that's one of the thing, key points I do believe is you got to ask yourself, what are the reasons behind those habits? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Focus and then, less on the habit. Mm-hmm, yeah. The focus. Yeah. Because when you, yeah, again, going back to if you focus so much on stopping that habit, it's really hard. hard. And maybe uh, most of us have heard this before, but thoughts create habits. And then habit is what forms character. And this is proven over and over and over again and again. Um, there's Proverbs that says, uh, as a man thinketh, so is he. So it always starts from thoughts. Whatever actions we're doing, it actually starts from thoughts, emotions. So that's why I think you have to start from there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We really hope this helps you uh, with you know, with quitting your habit, focus less on your habit and focus more on what may be causing it or triggering it. Uh, we did have one more question. So there's a third question that came in. Okay. What can we do about sugar cravings? Okay. So that's a huge one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, you know, for myself, I, I don't really get much sugar cravings. So I can't relate to this too much. But obviously, I have a lot of other cravings. So. Um, but I know sugar is a huge thing for obviously um, for many people, and it one of the things that um, we need to think about is. I know I'm so sorry because it's going to be all related to the other ones, but it's really true. One of the things I have to ask myself, why why do we have these sugar cravings, right? You have to ask yourself, is there any emotions part of it? So um, from my personal experience with treating my patients with, let's say, eating, you know, habits, you know, eating too much or whatever, uh, food cravings, there's a lot of emotions involved with it. And it's a lot of times when they're feeling sad, a lot of times when they're feeling stressed and all these things. So again, this kind of go back to habit a little bit. You know, when you have sugar cravings all the time, it's it could be because it's um, your emotions are craving it and it's looking for a um, comfort, you know, satisfaction. That's why a lot of people have food cravings. You know, I, I personally, for myself, I would say I have more food craving, uh, savory food craving than uh, sugar craving or dessert craving. Um, but definitely food craving for me, um, I used to actually overeat. Um, mm-hmm. Not a lot of people know this about me, but I actually used to overeat. 
and to a point where my stomach would start hurting. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> I'm not proud of it at all. You know, a lot of people were impressed with how much I could eat back then, but you know, looking back, it was really dumb because I would just hurt myself, and then you know, I have to end up in the toilet <laughs> and, you know, TMI. But uh, that's something that you have to ask yourself is why. And a lot of times I would food crave uh, because of sadness, mm. because I'm mad or angry. And so then I have to really address that rather than my cravings, if that makes sense. Um, but let's say if you don't have emotional um, attachment to it, Okay, maybe there might be times you might have still sugar craving without emotions or thoughts. It's just best to um, put it into practice of eating something else. Don't try to take away something. So once you take away something, then it actually gives you negative thoughts. Oh, I can't eat sugar. When you hear this word, you cannot or mm -hmm. I can't, it automatically takes you back to childhood. Do you remember those days where like your mom and dad's like, you can't do that, you can't have that. What did you want to do as a child? Wait, I'm sorry, what's you take it. Right? Yeah. You want to rebel. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a natural human instinct. Even biblically speaking, we're a rebellious beings. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to do the opposite of what we're told is good. And so we, uh, so as an adult, it's the same thing. If we tell ourselves, I can't have sugar, you know, I can't, or I can't have dessert, I can't have cake, then it, it just sending you up for you wanting it more. Um, but there's a psycho psychologist that actually says there's a better way to deal with this is to change your wording. Mm -hmm. Say that, because the thing is, when you say I can't, it's telling yourself that you're trapped in this prison and you, you have no choice. But you have a power of a choice. So you have to tell yourself, I can have this, um, but, oh no, I can have this, but I choose not to have it. So and that's a powerful thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's all powerful. So don't tell yourself, I can't have sugar, I can't have dessert. Say, I can have it, but I choose not to. And there's a power of choice. That's the power God gave us, is the power of choice. So, yeah. Thank you, Xi'an. Um, and also, thank you to our readers, our listeners. Uh, for those of you who are just tuning in, you can go back to Facebook and you can watch this whole thing in its entirety. This is Total Health Live today. We were here. We were talking about New Year's resolutions, and I really like how we ended today. You know, tell yourself positive things. Um, thank you again to our listeners. Thank you, Xi'an. We'll be back next week on Wednesday for more Total Health Live, 5 to 6 p.m. Be sure to check with your doctors before making any sudden life changes discussed today. Total Health is brought to you in partnership with Guam 7-Day Adventist Clinic, where health is their mission. We look forward to seeing you next Wednesday. Thank you and Sijuas Masi for listening to Total Health right here on Joy FM.